Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Go on 95 southbound at the Marine Corps base. We have two separate accidents in Merrifield. The first has the left lane blocked on 66 eastbound at the Beltway. And then two lanes are blocked on the Beltway outer loop at Arlington. Uh, Arlington Boulevard, rather. The left lane is blocked in Newington with a collision on 95 northbound at Fairfax County Parkway. In Maryland now, an accident with the left lane blocked in Riverdale on Baltimore on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway southbound at Route 50. Uh, in the district, the right lane is closed on New York Avenue inbound at Florida Avenue Northeast due to construction. Like I said, rich people really need to start taking it easy out there. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. And now let's go to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. Moderate to heavy rain falling across the entire DMV this morning, which is why a flood watch is in effect by the National Weather Service. This will be in effect until 10 a.m., which is when we expect the heaviest of rain to end. But we could easily see an additional inch before all is said and done. Heaviest rain ends by the mid-morning, but uh, scattered showers stay in the forecast through about the afternoon. Temperature-wise, we're in the low 40s now, not expecting much of a warm-up with highs only in the mid to upper 40s later on. Rain tapers off tonight with temperatures dipping into the mid to upper 30s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we've got 43 degrees in Hyattsville, 44 in Herndon, and it's 43 degrees outside the WTOP studios at 159. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Hello and good morning. I'm Rich Hunter. Coming up... Don't get caught on camera in a bus lane. I'm Ralph Fox. 13 hurt too seriously after a big crash on the Bay Bridge that shut down the westbound span for hours. Also, a troubling trend on our area roads when it comes to DUI and drug-related deaths. I'm Dan Rumlin. The Ravens host the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game today. The kickoff is at 3 o'clock. Good morning. It is 2 a.m. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Matt Piper. It's political season, President Biden appearing in South Carolina at what was dubbed the first-in-the-nation dinner in Columbia. He took a shot at Republican frontrunner Donald Trump for his past comments on American soldiers. Donald Trump, when he was commander-in-chief, refused to visit a cemetery, U.S. cemetery outside of Paris for fallen American soldiers. And he referred to those heroes, and I quote, as suckers and losers. He actually said that. He said that. How dare he say that? For his part, Trump held a rally in Vegas where he blasted the Biden administration's handling along the U.S.-Mexico border. Our border is open and gushing. It's a big gushing wound, letting drugs, crime, and millions upon millions of illegal aliens pour into our country like we've never seen before. Nothing like this has ever happened to our country before. More countries paused funding for the U.N. Refugee Agency for Palestinians following allegations 
that some of its staff were involved in the October 7th Hamas attacks on Israel. The BBC's John Donaldson. It says it's the primary humanitarian agency in Gaza with over 2 million desperate people dependent on it. Now, Israel has clashed with UNRWA uh, before, but this time the head of the agency, Philippe Lazzarini, clearly thinks this is an existential threat, if you like, in terms of that current humanitarian operation. And the question he's asking, well, if it's not UNRWA who's providing that support, then who will? The agency said it opened an investigation and severed ties with people who are accused of ties to terrorists. The world's biggest cruise ship set sail on its maiden voyage. Royal Caribbean's Icon of the Seas cast off from the Port of Miami for a week-long trip. There are 10,000 people on board that ship. CBS's Christian Benavidas from Miami. For the seven-day Caribbean cruise, the average stateroom ranges from $3,500 for two people all the way to $100,000 for this, quote, ultimate family townhouse. And there's tons of space. 2,800 staterooms fill the ship's 20 decks, enough for 7,600 passengers, the same population as Joshua Tree. The NFL Conference Championships are being played Sunday. By the end of the day, we will find out which two teams head to the Super Bowl. Correspondent Michael George with this preview. The Lions have never been to a Super Bowl. Fan Alex Chepeska is counting on them to win. He already got a tattoo declaring them champions. I've never been more sure of anything in my life. The Super Bowl airs Sunday, February 11th on CBS. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. It's 2.03 a.m. Sunday, January 28th. It's 43 degrees. Rain heavy at times. Low staying in the 40s. And good morning. I'm Rich Hunter. The top local stories we're following this hour. Starting Monday, phase two of a bus camera program goes into effect in the district. It's the next step in DDOT's automated enforcement. And now bus lanes are the target. Cameras mounted on Metro buses will be automated to take pictures of any vehicles illegally operating, parking, or just standing in bus lanes. Any drivers caught on camera will receive a $100 fine by mail. Phase one remains in effect, which also covers bus zones. Cars caught within a certain distance near a bus stop. It's all part of the Clear Lanes Project, which aims to improve bus travel times and enhance bus stop safety. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. It was a frightening sight on the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. A total of 23 vehicles were involved in a chain reaction crash on the westbound span of the bridge in the 7 a.m. hour Saturday morning. Another 20 vehicles were in secondary crashes after that initial crash. The westbound span of the Bay Bridge was shut down for about six hours, while first responders from several agencies in the area took care of the injured and cleared the vehicles from the road. We just worked seamlessly together to handle this response. That's Lieutenant Ian McGreevy with Anne Arundel County Fire and Rescue. 13 people were taken to area hospitals for treatment, two with serious injuries. But the Maryland Transportation Authority tells WTOP that none of the injuries uh, are considered life-threatening. Investigators from the MDTP, ND, NB, NDTA police, the Coast Guard, and the Maryland Department of the Environment are sorting out what caused the crash and whether anything might have contaminated the bay. Anyone who, have might, who might have more information on the crashes should get in touch with the Maryland Transportation Authority. It's a troubling trend. Drug and alcohol-related traffic deaths in our area are continuing to rise. 
The report from the Metropolitan Washington Council of Government said that regional alcohol and drug-impaired traffic fatalities increased by nearly 13 percent between 2021 and 2022 from 85 to 96. In its annual report, How Safe Are Our Roads, the report said impaired driving has dire consequences for the entire community. Injuries from people who should not be behind the wheel are up more than 9.5 percent. Regional crashes soared by 13.7. At the same time, law enforcement arrests plunged for driving under the influence or driving while impaired by 9.3%. Dan Ronan, WTOP News. It's 106. Starting next month, it's going to cost you to charge your electric vehicle at two Loudoun County-owned and operated Metro-Oil parking garages, Ashburn South and Loudoun Gateway. As of February 19th, the county will charge $2.10 per session. Payment can only be made through a mobile app, which is connected to a credit or debit card. Fee collection will enable the county to recover the ongoing cost of operating the 68 EV charging stations at the two Metro Rail garages, including maintenance costs for software, hardware, labor, and electricity. A Maryland doctor faces a possible sentence of more than 40 years in prison after being convicted of raping two patients. A Montgomery County jury found Dr. Ishtiak Malik guilty of rape and sexual assault in an examination room at Advanced Walk-In Urgent Care in Silver Spring. At his trial, one of the victims testified that Dr. Malik groped her in multiple private areas while being visibly aroused. The jury did not agree with the defense lawyer's argument that the actions were medically necessary. Montgomery County State's Attorney John McCarthy is pleased with the verdict. I'm happy for the victims in this case. It takes a lot of courage to come forward to do this. Malik faces additional charges from another eight patients in a trial scheduled next week. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. Montgomery County firefighters responded to reports of smoke coming from the roof of a home near Arden's Avenue in Rockville. Firefighters were dispatched to the fire around 3 Saturday afternoon. When crews arrived, there was a fire in the attic of a single-family home. The family of seven who lived in the house were all able to escape with no injuries. They are receiving help from Montgomery County Fire and Rescue to help them find a place to stay. The cause of the fire is now under investigation. And coming up after traffic weather, some old-school companies are jumping back into the space business once again. It is 2.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go back to Butch Seltzer in the WTOP Traffic Center. Well, Rich, we have uh, continued to have issues all throughout the area right now. In Virginia, accident right lanes blocked in Quantico on 95 southbound at the Marine Corps base. An accident blocking the left lane in Merrifield on 66 eastbound at the Beltway. Two lanes are blocked in Merrifield due to an accident on the Beltway outer loop. Uh, and that's at Arlington Boulevard. Left lanes blocked in Newington with a collision on 95 northbound at uh, Fairfax County Parkway. Now in Maryland, we have an accident uh, blocking the left lane in Riverdale. That's going to be on Baltimore-Washington Parkway, southbound at Route 450, southbound on Croom Road between Crane Highway and Croom Station Road. We continue to be closed for a construction project there. The Bay Bridge and 95 are moving without any issues. In the district, the right lane remains closed on New York Avenue inbound at Florida Avenue 
northeast. That's due to construction. 295 moving without any problems, and the Beltway is moving without any issues as well. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, the Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. And now let's go to 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Mark Pena. Moderate to heavy rain falling all night, and it's continuing this morning, which is why a flood watch is in effect from the National Weather Service. This is in effect until 10 a.m., which is when we expect the heaviest of rain to come to an end, but we're not quite done yet. Scattered showers in the forecast for much of the day today. Rainfall amounts will range anywhere from one to two inches by the time today is over with. So remember, turn around, don't drown if you come across any water over the roads. Temperature-wise, we're in the low 40s now, not expecting much of a warm-up with highs only in the mid-40s later on today. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mar Pena, the First Alert Weather Center. And right now, taking a look at the radar, there is quite a few uh, heavy showers throughout the area, but some of the heaviest right now, uh, now moving into portions of western Maryland and the eastern panhandle of West Virginia. There's a couple of red cells there, so some pretty significant rain coming down. Rest of our area, light to moderate showers. Uh, but again, if you're headed out this morning, just give yourself some extra time and take it easy out there. Right now, we've got 43 degrees in Gaithersburg, also in Arlington, uh, Lanham, and outside the WTFP studios, brought to you by Long Fence. Saves 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Tracy Junkie. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Three, two, one, engine ignition. SpaceX and Blue Origin compete to be part of high-profile NASA missions like this one in October involving a SpaceX rocket. And liftoff. Liftoff of Falcon Heavy and Psyche on a mission to a metal asteroid in deep space. And that's not all. Private space firms are stepping up rocket production and development. They're building satellite networks. And they all need parts and equipment from mid-sized old-school manufacturers that are also riding the global space economy into orbit. It was worth an estimated half trillion dollars in 2022 and is seen reaching a full trillion in the next decade. One firm hitching a ride is oil refining and military manufacturer Graham Corporation got into the space business a few years ago with the purchase of a firm that makes turbo pumps for rocket engines. Graham's stock nearly doubled last year. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Tracy Jonke on WTOP. And coming up on WTOP, former President Donald Trump easily won in Iowa and New Hampshire. Next up is South Carolina, the home state of Nikki Haley. Does she have a shot at winning her own state? Political Junkie podcast host Ken Rudin joins us with his analysis next. It is 2-12. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split-second moment in time, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. And that's why when others look away, Susan G. Komen leans in. We're fighting alongside patients because we know One moment can change a lifetime. Fighting breast cancer takes funding for research to discover the next new treatment, providing access to quality and affordable health care, and people willing to take action by raising funds and raising their voice to advocate for others. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. 
Save lives. It is 2.13. One in three adults over the age of 65 will experience vision loss. And among working-age adults, diabetes is the leading cause of blindness. At Columbia Lighthouse for the Blind, they work to train adults and children on how to travel and live independently, find and maintain employment, and much more. Columbia Lighthouse for the Blind even provides low vision exams. Learn more about this local region-wide nonprofit, Columbia Lighthouse for the Blind, as well as ways to engage and volunteer by visiting www.clb.org. That's clb.org. Are your children up to date on their school immunizations? Childhood immunizations and regular visits to the doctor help protect D.C. public school students, staff, and teachers year-round. Make sure your students are protected from childhood diseases. Visit osse.dc.gov immunization for more information on school immunization requirements and to find vaccine clinics throughout the district. Together, we can ensure all D.C. students are healthy and ready to learn by protecting them and our community against infectious disease. Visit osse.dc.gov immunization to learn more. Coming up, remembering the 6 million Jews who perished during World War II, we actually speak with a survivor. More news in 60 seconds. The impact of a meal goes well beyond feeding our bodies. Because when people don't have to worry about where their next meal is coming from, they can truly thrive, like Marta. And now we'll hear from our class valedictorian, who with our hard work never ceases to amaze us. Please welcome Marta Moreno. And Alex. Hey, Alex. How did the interview go? I did it. I got the job. I can't believe it. I knew it. Let's meet up later to celebrate. And Diego. Mom, I got first place at the science fair with my volcano project. That's amazing, sweetie. Congratulations. Because when people are fed, futures are nourished, and everyone deserves to live a full life. Join the movement to end hunger at feedingamerica.org slash act now. feedingamerica.org slash act now. A public service announcement brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 2.15. I'm Rich Hunter. Thanks for being with us. Campaign 2024 on WTOP. Donald Trump easily won the New Hampshire primary this past week, delivering a setback to his last major rival, former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley. Haley has vowed to stay in the race and has high hopes for the primary in her home state of South Carolina in late February. Political junkie podcast host Ken Rudin tells WTOP's Dimitri Sotis about lessons learned from New Hampshire. We do know that Donald Trump won, and he, he's the first Republican in history, non-incumbent Republican, to have won Iowa and New Hampshire. That's never happened before. What we also learned is that he's not a gracious winner. I mean, we know, you know we saw him after Iowa where he talked about unity and congratulating Ron and Nikki. He never calls them by their first name. It's usually the sanctimonious and whatever, but, but it was very gracious. This was almost an, like an angry, mean-spirited, you know, I don't know why I'm surprised, but a victory speech. Why not say, the, you know, the Republican Party is united. Nikki Haley has to stay in until South Carolina. But basically, the race is over. We need to unite and take on President Biden. But no, he could not get past the meanest, the jabs, the insulting stuff that he's known for. And I would I would just, you know, not that I'm surprised or anything, but you always I'm always disappointed because you always hope for the best. Indeed, I, I understand. 
understand. Now, part of what seemed to get under Donald Trump's skin was that Nikki Haley, who spoke quite early in the evening, vowed to fight on, she says, on to, to South Carolina, even though we also have Nevada coming up first. But that seemed to be what, what rankled Trump, that Nikki Haley almost made it sound like it was her victory night. Well, that's the way he described it. Basically, she came out and congratulated him, although she did take a dig at him as well. Look, the point is, you know, uh, it really doesn't matter what she intends to do. You know, I know that the media, we love to have a, a race. We don't want a World Series to be won in four games. We want a seven-game series. We want to stretch out the election and just to make it more fun and competitive. That's not Nikki Haley or Donald Trump's job. But if Nikki Haley loses by 9, 10, 11 points, you know, in a state where she she had Obviously, one of the best chances to do well, given the fact that independents could cross over, well, they don't have that opportunity in South Carolina, which votes on February 24th. And so you wonder, you wonder if the money people will still be there for her uh, when she comes to her home state in a month from now. But yes, she says she's going to keep fighting on. And of course, that doesn't please Donald Trump. That was Political Junkie podcast host Ken Rudin who worked as a political director at both ABC News and NPR. A quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Former President Trump says he'll appeal Friday's $83 million settlement verdict in E. Jean Carroll's defamation trial. Israel vows to kick the U.N. refugee agency out of Gaza after the war, after U.N. tribunal calls on Israel to do more to protect civilians in the war zone. 13 hurt too seriously in a chain reaction crash that closed parts of the Bay Bridge for hours on Saturday. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead, where it is now 218. Traffic weather on the 8th. Let's go back to Butch Seltzer in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, in Virginia, we have two separate accidents in Merrifield. The first has the left lane blocked on 66 eastbound at the Beltway, and then two lanes are blocked on the Beltway, outer loop at Arlington Boulevard. We're hoping uh, some of the uh, these accidents get cleared away soon. Left lane blocked in Newington with a collision on 95 northbound at the Fairfax County Parkway. An earlier crash with the right lane blocked in Quantico on 95 southbound at the Marine Corps base has been cleared up and out of the way. We're closed due to a construction project in Arlington on Boundary Channel Drive southbound between Washington Boulevard and 395 on Boundary Channel Drive itself. The southbound off-ramp to 395 is also closed. In Fairlington, the Abington Street Bridge is closed over 395 on South Abington Street, both directions between 36th Street South and 35th, uh, 31st Street South. No problems on 66 and 395. In Maryland, the collision there has the left lane blocked in Riverdale on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway southbound at Route 450, southbound on Croom Street Road between Crane Highway and Croom Station Road, where it closed for construction. In the district, the right lanes closed on New York Avenue inbound at Florida Avenue Northeast due to construction there. 295 is moving with no problems. The Beltway, that's moving fine as well. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. And now let's go to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. Moderate to heavy rain falling all night, and it's continuing this morning, which is why a flood watch is in effect from the National Weather Service. This is in effect until 10 a.m., which is when we expect the heaviest of rain to come to an end, but we're not quite done yet. Scattered showers in the forecast for much of the day today. 
Rainfall amounts will range anywhere from one to two inches by the time today is over with. So remember, turn around, don't drown if you come across any water over the roads. Temperature-wise, we're in the low 40s now, not expecting much of a warm-up with highs only in the mid-40s later on today. Later on tonight, those showers will come to an end from west to east. Temperatures will fall to the mid to upper 30s. And your Monday, looking cloudy and breezy with northwest winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mar Pena, the First Alert Weather Center. And right now, we've got 44 in Reston, 43 in Bethesda, 44 downtown on the National Mall, and we've got uh, 43 degrees outside the WTOP studios. And coming up on WTOP, a 60-year-old rookie in a local police force, you bet. We'll explain next. It is 221. How many times will you risk that dangerous climb in and out of the bathtub this new year? It's a smart resolution to convert that unsafe, ugly old bathtub to a gorgeous new shower. The shower system from PJ Fitzpatrick features a low, low entry that means no more tub hopping for 2024. A PJ Fitzpatrick shower is luxurious, affordable, and it all installs in just one day. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick will include a free designer safety package this month. Visit TrustPJ.com for your free design consultation. Are you excited about being a new grandmother? Of course I am. A little intimidated, too. Why? Taking care of a baby today is so different than when I had you. But, Mom, you did great with me. Thanks, son. But I put you on your stomach to sleep. Right. But now we know that babies should always be placed on their backs to sleep for naps and at night to reduce the risk of sudden infant death syndrome, or SIDS. Hmm. You also slept with blankets and toys in your crib. True. But now we know to keep everything out of the crib except for my sweet baby girl. No blankets, pillows, or other soft or loose items. Daddy's going to teach Nana all the ways to keep you safe while you sleep. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. For more tips on safe sleep for babies, visit safetosleep.nichd.nih.gov. The safe to sleep.nichd.nih.gov. Sponsored by the Eunice Kennedy Shriver National Institute of Child Health and Human Development. Got any travel plans this winter? I'm going to Aruba. Can't wait to hit the beach. I'm going to Aspen, Colorado. I'm going to Alexandria. In the freezing rain. If you're traveling around the Washington region, stay up to date and stay safe with WTOP's traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. With that storm front coming in, you might want to avoid the highways tonight. We're here for you all winter around the clock. WTOP News. Facts matter. It is 223. Saturday was Holocaust Remembrance Day, and as we reflect on the 6 million Jews who died, WTOP spoke with a Holocaust survivor who watched his mother get pulled from her home by Hitler's SS troops. Baltimore resident Jochen Werfel saw her just one more time in a prison cell before she was killed in Auschwitz. Boy, she said, and I love you very much, and I know you love me, but I want you to leave now because if you don't, they're going to get you here. He was half Jewish in Berlin and was hidden for the rest of World War II at a summer camp site near the North Sea. To avoid suspicion, he had to join a group he despised, the Hitler Youth. Learn how to march. When we were a couple of years older, we had to learn to use some simple weapons. We used hand grenades. At 91 years old, he is finally sharing his story in the new book, My Two Lives, after a prompting from his family. Our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, they should always know who we are, where our family came from. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Michael Smith is a former professional basketball player who played with Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson. Now he is fulfilling a dream of his. He told NBC4... 
by joining the Metropolitan Police Department. He will be the oldest rookie at the department that the department has ever sworn in when he graduates from the academy in April at the age of 60. I wish I could have had enough time to maybe be a sergeant like my father. My father was a sergeant, like I said, in NYPD, and that was my ambition. If I could have stayed here, at least had enough time to at least be the same as him. That would have been a beautiful objective for me to go out.